Good morning to our audience. Thank you for listening in again. Uh, today in the Mind Warp studio or space, because we are in the electronic space, we have Skalk Liebenberg uh, from MindRP. Skalk, tell us about yourself. Good morning, Jean. Um, thank you. Skalk Liebenberg is by training a geologist, by profession the value seeker in in the digital world and then i say in short i translate mining into digital and digital back into mining excellent okay what do you do in mine rp with with the market thrust specifically focusing on the value that the mine rp platform can bring to the mining industry unearthing business problems looking at if we apply the platform how we solve those business problems and unleash value from there excellent and that's happening during the sales cycle as well as during the delivery cycle and the after yeah and what's good for me is in my life i've also sold you know to try and make money as a student i've always been selling and joining MineRP originally on the sales side and so working closely with a client understanding you know, what the benefit is, is that he's going to derive from that, using that experience. Okay, so let's jump right into the topic. Today we are talking about? The digital twin. So digital twin is not a mining word. I'm sure as a geologist, you've never learned about digital twin and didn't care. So we better explain to the audience, maybe a little bit of uh, where does it come from and, and align some of the topics. There are so many new topics around. So what's the history of a digital twin and why would you say that mining is only hearing about it sort of in the last year? So it's, it's very interesting about the digital twin, just doing some own reading and um, is the digital twin has been around um, since 2002, the concept of the digital twin. But maybe even before that, we can talk about a physical doppelganger is a beautiful word that I came across. The people at NASA were faced very early on with how are they going to manage an asset that's far off into space that they cannot see what's going on in there? And, and they don't know all the behaviors. They can't predict all of the behaviors uh, up front. So what they did is, is they would build a physical twin, or in those days it wasn't called a, a twin, but it was the doppelganger, the, the, the mirror image of that which they were sending into space. And if you remember the whole movie about Apollo 13, it in there it played out because they they had an, a crisis on board there was can't remember the detail right now but ultimately the only reason why they could deal with it is because they could simulate everything that was happening in the physical asset that was something like 200,000 miles away from them on earth in in the mirror image that they built here and the value of that for them <laughs> Well, the lives of three astronauts, plus public opinion, because this was all happening live on the radio. I think innovation, because they had to really innovate quickly and Innovating fast. process. Innovating process. And uh, the digital twin overlaps with many other terms, and it's used in context of other terms, such as digitization, digitalization, IoT, or industrial IoT, uh, maybe once you throw in Industry 4.0, just a quick alignment, maybe not to all of them, but just uh, as an introduction. Yeah, all right. So let's start with IoT or IIoT. The IoT is a term that got life because of the fact that we can connect things. Now, that started in MIT. I think it's back in 2002. They started connecting all the different appliances that they had. And they said, but you know what? There's value to derive from this. So we brought that term across and we and because we could start modeling in the digital world different things. But if you think about it, 
coming back to your digitalization versus digitization. In the mining industry, we've been digitizing things since we took maps from a plan into a CAD program. Yeah, but it changed no processes. We were doing the same process, but had a digital copy of it. But taking that physical into the, the digital space, that was digitization. Then we started modeling. So we, we started modeling in 3D, our geological models, our mine model, all of that. That would have been actually the first digital twins in mining. We just didn't call it that mm. because we had a, an exact replica in the digital space of what was in the physical space. Not exact because everything in mining is actually estimates. Okay, so, so we know that there's overlap of terms. We can maybe unpack that uh, in a future session. Why now for mining? What has happened that this term now applies to mining? Well, if you think about the whole idea of the digital twin, the digital twin is, is and, and Boeing did this, they would build an engine or they would and, and design it in the digital space. They would do all their, their tests on it. Then they would build a physical twin of that. Then they would lead, loop that back to the digital twin and, you know, like they would optimize over time as, as, as they go along. Now in mining, the first thing we do is we build it, the ore body. Then on that ore body, we put grade to it. We put a mine design to it. We put schedule to it. And, and then to the schedule, we bring money into it. And ultimately, we've got to see if we've got a business and we're adding value to the shareholder. But in mining, things change all the time because we get new information all the time. And because processes take so long to do a mine design, we can only put one plan on the table. We can't do options. We can't really innovate. We can't test different scenarios. Yeah. But with the technology that we have now, we can start doing that. So we can start running options and therefore get feedback and choose the best one that there is. Yeah, I think you've given the reasons why I want uh, a digital twin. But let's talk about what is a digital twin. I think before we do that, we need to introduce four different domains, and that's the way that MineRP describes it to be able to understand the application domains. We call that MT, IT, OT, PT, versus two years or so earlier, the market had it that uh, Industry 4.0 is really about bringing OT and IT together, but in mining, that term doesn't fit very well, and we had to kind of put the domains out. So, Skull, why digital twins? for MTIT, OTPT, and what's the difference? What does it mean, firstly, maybe? Yeah, okay. So, MT, mine technical space, getting there. We've got over 500-odd applications in, in the mine technical space, and those are solutions or software that help us to model, evaluate, um, work out grade, and all of these things were developed over time. They, they're really great solutions, but they work independent of one another and they work per discipline, which then by default disciplines work in silos. So that information sits trapped into a system. They share information by passing information across through files. And every time you pass information across, some of the information gets lost. Or and that's empty scope. And that's the empty space. IT, what's IT? IT is the, the space where I'm really uncomfortable in and learning all the time, <laughs> but that's where your money sits. Um, the European the logistics and the supply chain and the people and the etc. So, so the a lot of the support side. business side from that. And OT, uh, operational technology, that's where the plants management gets done etc. And then might not be brought a PT in for physical technology. Mm -hmm. So for the audience, I'm going to repeat MT, IT, OT, PT and essentially when people talk about digital twins, if you see videos from, for instance, GE, 
one of our ecosystem partners, they love showing how a digital copy of a train or a truck is shown. Might not be, he's also a digital twin, but of the ore body. So let's talk about what a digital twin is for the ore body knowledge. What would that entail? And I think you started describing that to an extent already. So the digital twin of the ore body is, is a model of the ore body. And we've seen it. There's a lot of companies out there that does very good ore body modeling. And you can see it in 3D and you can look at it from different angles. Um, and information gets added because our ore body knowledge is never complete. Uh, maybe only after we've actually mined it out. So since we are still on the topic, let's step over to what does MineRB bring to it. So what types of things can we stick into this so-called digital twin that would create value for mining? It's not only bringing the information together. It is deconstructing CAD models into a, a database so that later on the, the information is, is decoupled from the original system that it was in but it is there in its fullest extent. We talk about the Aboriginal information. It's the information in its raw format. I think John, our VP strategy, talks about every bit and every byte. I like that. So no information gets lost and all information is there, giving you full context of the ore body from borehole to sample. And as we go along, as information gets added from visual inspections, mapping, so I'm hearing integrated business processes. Let's call mm. out three big domains from that of yep. what we are doing. Firstly, it seems like we are understanding the asset first. We're creating a digital twin of the asset. Exactly. The asset um, and the asset being the ore body, the existing mine infrastructure that's already there, and then the planned infrastructure that's coming along. Okay. And from that, on top of this digital twin and reading it into the digital twin for reading back, we can add process to determine the asset potential. Mm -hmm. So we, we will be able to have the actual plans and its translation into a technical plan, into a financial plan. So that would be the second business process that we are enabling. And again, it comes down to shareholder value. If we, we've got this asset, we've got to show our shareholders that we're going to convert this into something that ultimately is going to add value to their shareholding. There's software that will allow us to plan the mine or first to design the mine, then schedule the mine, and then we have to put the financials to that. And all of this previously would happen in different departments, passing information along, and we're talking about about a six months time period ah, to get okay. all of this together. Okay, so that would be part of the determining the asset potential as a process, integrated process group. But thirdly, in my office definition, the digital twin also enables a third integrated business processes. The first to be understand asset, secondly, determine asset potential, but thirdly, to operate efficiently. Mm -hmm. So what type of data would be making this digital twin uh, complete? They would be, I think, schedules and things from IoT. Explain that a little bit further. Yeah, okay. So operate efficiently, and I want to bring in the term short interval control yes, here. Yes. This is where we want information from what's happening right now, and we want the information quickly so that we can, we can action it. And again, if there's a time lag, if information is slow coming out, we're slow making in decisions and there's a lot of opportunity lost in, in that space. So therefore we're not operating efficiently. What MineRP brings to the table is, is, is where we bring this OT, um, operational 
technology and the PT physical technology in context yep. mm. and, and usable into the current schedule. And we close the loops yep. between schedule and, and execution so to in me one platform. To me, it seems Calc as the rest of the world have done lots of investment already of a digital twin of a plant or a vehicle or so. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the digital twin of the ore body in mining, um, why even start with that? Well, the, the, the digital twin is the sum of and the parts thereof. So the, the good thing is, is if you have a digital twin of an aeroplane engine, there's, there's value that you can derive from it, but you're not deriving all over value and you're not seeing the stress that the engine's vibrations is putting on the plane. You, you're not measuring all of that. You're just looking at a silo of information. Mm. But if you if you take the whole plane and you've got a digital twin of the whole plane and you're simulating all, all of the actions happening in the plane, now you're really adding value in the same way in mining. So if we have a digital twin of the plant, and we have a digital twin of the ore All body. body. Mm. Now we can start looking at the geometallurgy in terms of, you know, what are we getting out in metal at the end of the day? And we can reconcile that back to our f- first estimation uh, methodology and our metallurgical model that we built at the start. So from a value chain perspective, for mine RP, the digital twin of the ore body is a capability that we create mm-hmm. that enables three integrated business processes, which mentioned that. But we also unlock several capabilities, uh, in fact, 16 of them, mm-hmm. by our definition. We could do that in the next podcast. So the digital twin, as you've described before, is a capability. Capability means there are people, processes, culture that enables them. Very quickly, because we can cover that in the next podcast, what does the one capability maintaining a spatially enabled digital twin unlock? because it enables the other ones as much uh, for the three business process, integrated business process groups that we have mentioned. Scott, what types are there? And we have mapped them. There are 17 of them in total, but mention some of them uh, that's close to what you are doing. All right. Okay. I'm going to, I think I I just want to say what we do is we actually revolutionize these. And and, um, like you said, there's uh, many hours of conversation in each one. But definitely resources and reserve management, we've changed the way that you can do that by bringing that into your ERP system, treating resources and reserves like stock. The volumetric sciences, because that has gone through its own revolution in terms of the the way that volumes are handled. And then integrated mine planning, planning from your strategic to your tactical plan and having it interconnected, seeing the the changes or mapping or reconciling changes from tactical back to strategic um, and at all time seeing where we are in terms of our compliance to that mm-hmm. plan. Maybe yep. one more. Which one would you pick? Definitely um, the short interval control. Yeah. The fact that we that we're connecting all these domains, MT, IT, OT, PT, just unlocks a world that before was stuttering and happened in the dark. Excuse the pun. In, in a whole new way that um, we we should have a whole podcast about. So we're steering towards the end of this podcast. Uh, Skulk, maybe a last question around it. These discussions were very concept of nature, but physically, mm-hmm. what does MinorP provide? What yeah. is the innovation that MinorP has driven in this space? Why do we claim to maintain a digital twin that unlocks lots of other capabilities? Okay. What is it? Yeah, it's the MinorP 4.0 platform. It's a it's a framework 
of software that enables us to do all of this that we that we've spoken about before and if we talk about a platform uh, um, think about your cell phone your cell phone is a platform it's got hardware and it's got software on there but on your cell phone you've got different apps that enable you to do things faster quicker easier and one of those apps on there is facebook facebook's got in in-app apps which is uh, enables you to surf the web in while you're in Facebook. So while we don't provide the hardware, if you think Facebook with apps in apps, that's what we've got. We've got software with apps running on it that enables you to integrate your mind technical systems, translate that, that data and provide it for other platforms like your commercial ERPs, SAP, Oracle, and also then down to, to ingesting information from your operational systems like your historians and that okay so so it's a physical place it's a database it's a framework mm -hmm. it's a place where all data is live mm -hmm. it is in 3d mm -hmm. it brings all the data in 3d uh, it sorts out all the other problems of the flow of information it's a place where second by second everything is the same as the physical world it can't be a twin if it's not a twin. Mm -hmm. So so that's sort of what the topic then is. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. you've described it well. Excellent. So MyNopy sells you a digital twin. The digital twin enables and unlocks lots of other capabilities. It's the missing link between the ore body and all the other business processes. It's what's been missing for the ERPs of mining up to now. Yeah, and it, it brings us on par with what's happening in manufacturing for years. And mining is just lagged really badly because we didn't have the tech that MineRP uniquely is providing at the moment. So, steering towards the end, the trick question that I ask everybody, what are you currently reading? I'm going to confess there's no hard copy book next to my bedside <laughs> at the moment. It's all been reading the web and gathering information and understanding how other industries have progressed and how mining is lagged and then also as a miner um, learning a lot about IT. Good, so we're signing off and we'll delve more into the value of digital twins and these capabilities and integrated business processes that we have mentioned. Thank you for visiting us, Kalk. Thank you very much, Sean.